Hey guys, today's sponsor is our friends at Loot Crate. For less than $20 a month, Loot Crate gives the geek in you a special treat every single month. It is a subscription box service with over $40 of geek, gamer, and pop culture gear, collectibles, apparel, comics, etc. delivered to your mailbox every single month. This month, they're bringing you a fight for the ages. Suit up, choose your allies, and enter the arena for combat. They're ready to stand their ground this month with exclusive items from Blizzard, Fallout 4, Capcom, sponsor-worthy loot from the Hunger Games, as well as a few more items that will help their winners emerge victorious. Now, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, that's it, it's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. Ten seconds to fire it. I don't know what I'm going to do for this last one. I mean, there's so many other space movies that I love. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> I'm just there <laughs> looking at By the way, you're totally, you, no, you didn't know what you're going to do for the last thing was, was totally in Totally in the, in the I hope podcast. we keep that in here. Should we redo it? No. no let's right. keep that in there. Now like you know it. the last no, section. No. Well, you do because you clicked on the link. Yeah. There's, that's all, there's also that. I and, we covered up, and we covered up Ty's song. Yeah. Kind of, so it's just fine. That's all right. Yeah. People have heard it now 50 50 50, 50 this times is 50 this is, is this podcast 50? number 50 five zero how the hell did that happen uh it's been a it's been we a year talk a lot a year yeah. here we go a uh year. ladies and gentlemen hey, i'm hey. zachary levi hey my name's razzle and uh i'm kentucky that's all i'm gonna say today oh. hey guys, just kentucky hey guys just a singular moniker hey guys yeah. you know this but our audience, well, they know this too because they clicked on the link, but we got an awesome guest today. He's awesome. Who is it, Razzle? We got a really great guest. We got a very talented voiceover and actor, uh, voiceover artist and actor. Uh, voiceover artist or is it voiceover actor? We'll discuss uh, that in a bit. We will. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard him in many Star Wars things. He's the, the voice of Emperor Palpatine um, in Star Ooh. Wars Rebels and Battlefront coming up. You've seen him in Being Human. You've seen him all over. That's I a drum first, roll. That's a drum roll. I first seen him on as Doomsday on Smallville, which was a very, very oh, yeah. one of my favorite shows uh, years ago. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not driving, please give a warm round of applause to Mr. Sam Whitley. Sam! Sam! What's happening? Welcome Hello. to the show, brother. Can you just do the whole show as Palpatine? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Absolutely. You want to do that? You want to reintroduce me? Kill it. <laughs> That's pretty, it's no really problem. good. No problem. Hey, do you, uh, do you love voiceover work as much as I do? Uh, yeah, because you can look like a jackass and no one yeah, cares. You know, you can great. contort your face and you don't have to look cool. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't even have. You to don't even have to shower. Yeah. yeah, just show up with no pants. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's kind of amazing. Just no like now, pants. Just no pants. Just like right now, like none of us pants. are wearing any pants. Don't tell everyone. <laughs> uh, no, it's so fantastic. I love. I love. I mean, it's, it's voiceover work. Doesn't you don't get paid quite the same as doing live action work, but you can still make some really decent money doing voiceover. And it's like it's so much fun. You get to use your creativity, Absolutely. like your, your imagination. Yeah. And you, like you're saying, you contort your face because like trying mm. to get those voices and the mannerisms. Yeah. Like if you did that on camera, you would look like such like a, a freak, like a d bag. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. No. But, you know. In ter- by the way, speaking of that, some it's interesting how because I'm kind of new to the voiceover. Over gig and some of the you don't I mean I don't do it for the money I do it because it's fun like yeah. like you were saying yeah but some of those gigs like they either pay nothing at all or they pay more money than you ever made in your life yeah it's the weirdest damn thing what? I don't I get can't it. wait to get that gig <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait yeah, to get one of those ones Jesus. it's very strange hey all. Um, so listen we uh, because we have Sam here because Sam is so tied into the Star Wars 
universe. Yeah. Uh, we felt that today would be it'd be pretty apropos to uh, talk some Star Wars. Also, and not that we haven't talked Star Wars before, and not that we won't talk more Star Wars very, very soon. Obviously, there is a specific movie that will be yeah. coming movie? into all of oh, our yeah, lives. I've heard yeah, of it. Star Trek Three. Star, Star Trek Three, Star Trek. Three yeah. is coming out. By the way, did you see that Shatner at the, like came out as a stormtrooper? Uh, I watched the CMAs yeah. and it was hilarious. Was it? It was funny. I love that he's doing that. I love. Yeah, that. he really embraced it too. It was. It, he didn't seem like he was begrudgingly do it because no. he can be a little. You know, he can be a little surly. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, he can be surly. So I was like, man, he really, and he really did like totally buy in. And I mean, not that the whole bit was funny, but the part with him and it was really funny. I didn't see it. I just, I saw they did it a whole Star Wars bit at the beginning. I'm a big country music fan. So mm-hmm. uh, I watched the show and uh, he was, but Shatner coming out, I, that's the last thing I thought I was going to see. And he how looked good. He looked good. He, he did look, did he? I, yeah. he looked pretty, I mean, he's, you know, 175 years old. So he looks really good. Yeah. yeah. How exactly um, uh, do, does one tie a stormtrooper in Star Wars to so the what? So what happened was they did. Please a, help me understand. They did a whole bit about. They started putting like different characters and country music in Star Wars roles. Ah, and then Brad Paisley was talking about his favorite movie coming out. You know, uh, Star Wars, and he was saying that him and Carrie, and then a, star, a stormtrooper walked out, and as he was saying the word Star Wars, Shatner took off his helmet, off the helmet, and he was like, "Oh, I mean Star Trek." Start, you know, and it was uh, kind of like a gag, like, yeah. "Oh, it's Shatner's here." Oh, sh- yeah, I got to say Star Trek. So, so even country music is selling out to the. There power was, of the I force. seen somebody. Right. I, seen it, a, I think they're just uh, coming over to the the you know the to, light side. The light of the, side. Of the force. By the way, can we just figure this out really quick? We all know the dark side. What it, what would you call the light side? I don't know that there's Sam's ever got been an answer. They they call it the light side, but it, that's a terrible word, name for it. It is. It's the, it's the light side. <laughs> it's light. It's the fluffy. The I don't get it. Yeah. The no. Bright side. The bright side. I'm is the bright side. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't right. know. Now, real quick too. While we're talking about the light side and the dark side, I this I was reminded. I was told to ask this because while before while we get into Star Trek Star Wars here. Um, who, let's go around, because I have a feeling I know your answer, because it seems to be the answer, even though I debate it. Hmm. Um, I mean, it could be wrong, but who, who do you think is the best, the best Jedi ever? The best Jedi? Yes, who would you say is the not best? Not including, like, light side Jedis, light not side dark Jedis. side Siths. Correct. Oh, gosh. Uh, you mean as far as, like, j- any Jedi. Like, like, talent, like, ability, no. like... Just as of... The- y- Yoda. It's Yoda. Well, it's Yoda. See, it's Yoda in the prequels. I'm with Skywalker. You're with, with okay. Luke. Luke. Okay, so you would say Luke. Okay, I'm sorry. Did you see what Yoda did to all those clones in the prequels? <laughs> I mean, I know we're trying to erase those movies from our memory, but I'm, I'm, I'm a blow minds though. I'm a blow minds. Yo, blow Luke, some minds. Luke Skywalker is the greatest Jedi because he didn't do those things. See, Yoda and, fought in a war. He shouldn't have done that. And that's what. And that's and that's my debate. That's their whole. That's, Luke yeah. throws his lightsaber down, and that's when he declares he's a Jedi, bro. That's my debate. That's my debate. I um, don't get this. Uh, but Wait, also, then what are they all Jedi doing walking around? to but, still protect the universe? But also... But they're not supposed to be generals in a war. They're not supposed to do that. What Says who? Dude, the, I'm sorry, the man. The Jedi Council, apparently. Wait, says, uh, says me, you uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, that's, the, that's the rule that we laid out uh, back in 77. <laughs> Uh, that's a good Lucas. That was pretty good Lucas. Pretty <laughs> really good Lucas. Good Lucas. Um, I don't know that I. I mean, look, I understand like the very uh, like the, the kind of philosophical ideal of that, 
But I would not. I would not look in. I would not look at a Jedi in his face and think he was he was an awesome Jedi if he didn't like step up and actually save a bunch of innocent lives. Well, I, I guess what you got to do is you have to like break it down into categories. You have to have like a Jedi Olympics. Like who does the best flips? Yeah. Who does the, yeah. like, the best long? Well, jump? This is why, that's why I was asking. Well, well, and that's why I'm asking because last night our, our mutual friend who helped actually get Sam on, who's been on the show a couple times, Kyle Newman. Yeah. He was having a strong defense that Qui Gon Jinn is the best Jedi ever. Because he has a particular set of skills. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because he figured out how to like become the Jedi ghosts and all of that. And I'm like, yeah, but he didn't listen to the Jedi Council twice. And he is really the cause of massive amounts of death by bringing Anakin into this. Yeah, but he Whereas, had the best hair of, of all the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. uh, even that's debatable. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, that was a pretty right. bad, bad hair. He haircut. allowed Obi-Wan to have a top knot. <laughs> that's right that's right which should be chopped off immediately in any situation ever ever mm-hmm. uh, uh, but no man okay this is out of my hands now guys I can't <laughs> I can't okay well, we yes, did, we, we'll get into we've talked about fa- our, our, who we think the best Jedi is but, yes. our, but oddly enough our first oddly ironically <laughs> yes. and specifically enough our first uh, category up for yeah. bid is favorite Star Wars character rap no Sam you are our guest Sam yes, Sam yeah go. I'm, well, I'm gonna go with the same answer Luke Luke Skywalker. Wow. Mm-hmm. And why? I get I mean. I'll tell you why. Um, okay, so everyone loves, you know, everyone loves Han Solo, right? Yes, we do. Because he gets to do. show up and be like, you know, you know, he gets to say, a kid, I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other. And he gets to say all these great things, and he's so world-weary and cool. But uh, I like Luke because he started as a, just kind of a dork. Not a well-liked, not a popular kid, and he, and he grows into... A, you know, the, this incredible man later on who faces down the emperor. And, you know, he goes from eh, com- power converters to yeah. soon I'll be dead and you with me. You're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, that's a big leap for yeah. that character. That's yeah. a huge growth. Yeah. And Solo is wonderful, but Luke is, you know, the heart of that whole series, I think. That's my thing. I don't disagree that Luke is definitely the heart of the, the beating heart of, you know, the, the character you're supposed to follow in his journey. I mean, he's, that's definitely. Correct. I will absolutely now, give you that. One hundred percent. Razzle. In, in all of the Star Wars canon, is he still your favorite, or do you have like even in some of the the pre canon, some of the pre stories, do you have a um, one that is also a favorite, like a, a secondary maybe? Yeah, Ben Quadroneros. He was like that racer that like never got off the starting line okay. in, in the Phantom Menace, whose yeah, car blew the, up. The big mouth or whatever. Yeah, the guy with giant mouth whose car blew up. He looks like a, a he looks like a walking lollipop yeah. thing. <laughs> That guy. That's amazing. <laughs> He's awesome. It. Let me ask you this. So, because you're well versed, and I was thinking about, I was, I was wondering, I was driving here, and I'm just, I was thinking of other like ways to to test your Star Wars fast knowledge. Do it. Who? What is the guy's name who says my friend doesn't like you? Oh, I don't like you either. Doctor Evasion or something like <laughs> oh, that. Okay. Wow. Come on. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Should we yeah, look yeah, this my, up? That guy's Google. a doctor. <laughs> a doctor of love. Because I would never want that guy. So. <laughs> These are your results. <laughs> He's a cosmetic surgeon. So you're not going to like them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like them either. Yeah, I don't like them either. <laughs> You've got space herpes. <laughs> um, Speaking of uh, Razzle. My favorite Star Speaking Wars. Razzle. <laughs> I, I'm going to go I'm going to go with a sub character. I'm going to go with my favorite uh, Star Wars character would be Yoda. When he when he when Luke first meets him and he's like the sarcastic asshole Yoda. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go with asshole Yoda. Crazy when he's Yoda. Like, yeah, crazy. Yeah yeah. Old, mm-hmm. old just person. Just duping Herman. Luke duping, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine mine yeah. <laughs> mine. 
patience you must have. You want to elaborate on that at all anymore or no? I just like because he's because he's because I mean Luke's uh, this is pr- before Luke transforms into the you know soon I will be dead. This is when he's still the whiny bitch Luke that's just like I I want to see where's Master Yoda? You're not Master Yoda. Yeah. And um, I just like that Yoda's just fucking with him. Like he's like who is this guy? Like and he's being you know he's being an asshole dick snarky you know very classic storytelling yeah, classic yeah and um, prove he's unworthy by showing yeah. his unworthiness yeah yeah absolutely and I just I think Yoda I like that I, and I'm a huge fan of Frank Oz so oh dude, uh, it's so puppet thing Zachary so good what about you oh thing. it's Han. It's it's 100 percent Han all the time, um, and I would and I would go back to what you were talking about about the you know the character growth of Luke from uh, New Hope to Jedi. I mean, I th- I think Han has an incredible uh, character arc from from New Hope to Jedi. It's a different one, mm-hmm. and it's not quite as epic because you know he he doesn't. The, the contrast of where he started and where he ends is not as drastic, surely, but. He goes from being an incredibly selfish, self-interested, cocky, um, awesome uh, smuggler, space pirate, if you will, um, to but then but then really you know kind of understanding that he's a a part of the. I, I love that he never really ever fully gives the force like the credit it's due. You yeah. know, he's still even though he's witnessing it all the time, <laughs> yeah. he's like uh, still kind of fairy tale stuff. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, what's interesting is it seems like this movie coming up is going to continue that arc that you're talking about because, you yeah. know, you have, you know, can I flown from one side of this galaxy to the other? I've seen a lot of strange stuff and never seen anything. It's going to lead me to believe that one all-powerful force controls everything. And then yeah. you have, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 in the VO, Yo, yeah, in the vo- yeah, totally. Yeah, but, so, so in, the, in the new trailer, he's yeah. all about it. Yeah, but I just, I mean, I, it's, it's really hard for me, especially as a young boy, to be watching those movies and not think he's the coolest. Uh, he, he gets the girl. I mean, Luke kind of gets the girl for a second, but we all know that was weird. He shouldn't get uh, the he girl. He shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't. Um, and and you know, and he was just—he's like that awesome space cowboy. He's like the guy who just you know showing up, and he's like the cavalry coming in, and he's got a cool vest. He's got a great vest. Great, a you great love vest, and you love vests. So, I do love some vests, and 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 I will also point out in that 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 awesome uh, that awesome. Um, a moment in um, an empire when he's about to go and get uh, car- carbonated, carbonated, uh, car- <laughs> carbonated. Um, I love that screw up in the editing where the vest is there, then the vest is not, then the vest is there, then the vest what is not. What about who's got, got a great vest? If we're talking about attire, who, who? What is cooler, Han Solo's vest or Luke's jacket when he's walking to get the medal at the end of A New Hope? Oof. That's a pretty great jacket. That's a good jacket. That's a good jacket. Yeah. But so, but 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 Han was kind of done yeah. up a little bit too yeah. in that. And boy, three PO has never shined more. <laughs> he was so polished. Um, they buffed him out right before that. They shot. did. Yeah. They did. What right there was on speaking, speaking of Han? What was your guys' reaction in that second trailer when Han's finally had the voiceover and he's like, "It's all true." The Jedi, the Sith. When he was talking and like when he's finally acknowledging it. Because I was just like so blown away. I was like, "What? Holy I, shit! This I gotta, is amazing!" I I, I got to tell you, I have uh, I have barely barely watched any of the trailers <gasps> for Star Wars. Good for and you. I've done that for two reasons. Yeah. One, I think I really, unfortunately, even great filmmakers like J.J. Abrams uh, are still at the mercy of the studio system to a degree, and the trailer putting out system, and you end up ruining a lot of stuff. Number one, and number two. Um, 
I, I so many people are like taking the littlest bits of information, being yeah. oh, this is what this means. Like, you have no idea. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe some people are onto some stuff. Yeah. But it's like I don't even want to go down that road. I don't want to get my hopes up or down or anything. I just want to. I, we all we're all gonna see it. I wish I could do that. Uh, whether I saw a trailer or not, I'm still gonna go see it. So you know, I, I'll be so honest. I, 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 I can't know. tell you for a second what the hell's going on in the movie. No. By watching the trailer, I can't tell you one like plot point. I have no idea. I know there's a falcon. It's just like a bunch of cool no, stuff. I know there's, there's a falcon. I know there's. It is a great laser falcon, by the way. I love that 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 whole like upside down and then he flips around and then he then he Ugh. writes the camera. It's a great shot. Great shot it's a great shot. Uh, Dave, who's your favorite Star Wars character? Uh, this is going to sound really weird now that I'm going to say it, but I Greedo. <laughs> no, the Gamorrean guard. It's not that guy. Though. <laughs> um, uh, I like who's the Gamorrean guard. He's one of the big, like pig, the big pig, pig guys. Face. The big pig, pig guys, guys at Jabba's yeah. palace. Oh, okay, those are the Gamorrean guards. The Gamorrean yeah. guards. Yeah. All right. They're all in Jedi. That's why. And yeah. what the dude? What the, I'm trying to think of that one dude's name with the. the snake I can't ever remember his name, but he's a great I don't character. Know. Bib okay. Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Yeah. 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 Jesus, this guy's Sam's like, on it. It's like the, got them all. It's like you know, the Witwerpedia. Witwerpedia. Witwerpedia of Star Wars. I've, I've, I mean, I've been working for Lucasfilm since 2007, so I'm okay. You know, I that's my excuse. But the truth is, I knew this stuff before then. Yeah, were so, you? It was your jam as a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, grew up with it and really just lost my mind for it. Yeah. I get it too. I get it. Uh, I uh, Chewbacca is my favorite character. Oh, Chewie's great. He's great because he's Naked. loyal. He's uh, all about like you know everybody else. He you know he'll carry a broken droid when he has to. Yeah. He'll, he'll do whatever he's got to do, and mm-hmm. he conveys a lot of emotion and just some grunts and growls. Yeah. Um, and he's just fun to watch, man. Yeah. He's kind of a badass, you know what I mean? He's a total badass. He's a badass. No, uh, he's got a cross, but he's got an awesome crossbow. Solid. He does. Which is very different. It's like the most different weapon of anybody in the movies. I never, I, mean? I never so. really totally understood why they designed his rifle to look like a crossbow. Cool. It's like a laser crossbow, right? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. but there's no, there's no, what's the point? What's the, you're not needing that to, he doesn't have to like pull back the bolt every time. It just time. looks it's, cool, I guess. Yeah. Well, I he also know. carries a bandolier that he never has to pull anything off of. You never know. You don't know that. It could have been in the cut. They could, he could have been putting an extra little cartridge in his thing. Have you ever seen anyone Nobody reload a blaster no, ever? No, no. <laughs> they are infinite, infinite blasters. I want to know this how the it thing works. about the crossbow and like everything in those movies, like like Han Solo's gun is a Mauser, you know, and and they just take a bunch of guns and props yeah. from other movies. I mean, like, well, yeah, they didn't have the, yeah. the special effects well, budget was well, you know still it's hilarious to me that that Disney and Lucasfilm are spending so much money. I mean, tons of mountains of money. To reproduce the look of a movie that was made for like a chicken sandwich and five bucks. <laughs> like, you know? I seriously, I read, I don't know how true this fact is, but it was on Reddit or something the other day. Um, and I think Harrison Ford was only paid like 10 grand for Star Wars 1. It was like an obscene amount but of you, but little you know, money. But, but, but I, he's think what, he, I think he's one of the only ones that got back end, though. Well, the, the, the entire principal cast got some back end okay. after it. After it opened, Lucas called them up and gave them points. Oh, wow. Which that was like their little present after yeah. the movie. Hey, guys, you know this movie that everybody's waiting around the lo- the block for? I'll give you a couple but didn't <laughs> But didn't didn't Harrison get something that the other cast didn't get? Didn't he get like something as far as like toy sales? He, I don't know if he I did I thought that. he got a merch thing Who? out of you it. Know, he, you know what he did I thought, do? I thought, oh, I thought I Harrison so. Ford, of what all the actors, you? got oh. a merch deal oh. in order to do the third for, movie. He only signed for two movies, and he may have gotten something on the third movie. Yeah. He signed for two movies, and that's... That's actually why he's put into carbonite. Yeah, because he was Cause, supposed to die at the end right, of, well, of, of oh, shit, like, really? I, we're not going to get Harrison. He's Indiana Jones now. He's a huge star. There's no way we're going to get Harrison. And, and I guess the, the 
producer, I don't remember the guy's name, I think it was Howard Gazanjan, goes, can I at least call Harrison and see if he wants to be in Return of the Jedi? And this is, they're writing it. Holy cow. And in in Jedi, they have, uh, Lando is like the the rogue no in Return of the Jedi. And finally, oh, wow. Billy Dee like, Williams well, was so pissed when he saw that final script. That yeah. would make sense because he, in the end, he's the one flying the Falcon again. Wearing yeah. Han's clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you, <laughs> he's like, hey, Chewbacca, I went back and I saw that vest in it. But Han's not using it, baby. But, but have, the thing a, is, have a cult Sam, you got, We got to just do an entire podcast uh, where all you do is the character. It's so funny because right. the last two podcasts we've done are guys who do nothing but who've done but tons of voices. Voice work. So that's awesome. But the uh, but yeah. So so the guy said, "Can I just call Harrison and see if he'll do it?" Oh, he's not going to do it. And then he called him up, and, and Harrison's like, "Sure, yeah, I'd love to do the third Star Wars and finish it up. Just and give so, me merch, please. <laughs> yeah. Just give me, pay me for the, all those action figures because I know you're going to sell a lot on this one. He probably did. Holy I think God. he, did. he I, did. I I feel like I heard that somewhere. People, you can let us know on the tweeters or the Facebook. Should we take a, a break? Great, that, hold on, before we take a break, that's a great uh, Billy D. Williams voice. Um, and can you do Billy D. Williams' voice as Harvey Dent in the Batman movie? Wait, but when we We're when we come wait, but when we come back, oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> God damn you! God Stay damn tuned, <laughs> you buzzes. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, nerds! Today's sponsor is our good friends at Loot Crate. For less than twenty dollars a month, Loot Crate gives the geek in you a special treat every single month. Loot Crate is a subscription box service with over $40 of geek, gamer, and pop culture gear, collectibles, apparel, comics, and etc. delivered to your mailbox every single month. This month, they're bringing you a fight for the ages. Suit up, choose your allies, and enter the arena for combat. That's right, combat. They're ready to stand their ground this month with exclusive items from Blizzard, Fallout 4, Capcom, sponsor-worthy loot from the Hunger Games, as well as a few more items that will help their winners emerge victorious. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. Do it now. Do it right now. Pick it. Oh, and we're back. back. Oh, we're back. Oh, <laughs> we're back. look at that. <laughs> that was the smoothest, um, intro, the smoothest ever. intro ever. Um, Harvey Dent. Harvey, we, okay. Well, we were talking about uh, Batman Arkham, and apparently in the new the Arkham Knight game, uh, Sam was telling us you can play pretty much Michael Keaton Batman. There's unlockable yeah, 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 Tim Burton goodiness yeah. in, in Michael Keaton's That's my Keaton's favorite Batman movie. And uh, Batmobile. Mine too. Mine too. Yeah. yeah. Keaton's the best. He is oh, good. we got a live one here. <laughs> By the way, yeah, if you ever wondered what his favorite Batman movie is, just see how many times he quotes it. Yeah, yeah. Because ah. he quotes it all the time. Yeah. yeah. There hasn't been one you, episode where we haven't talked about Batman. I'm my number one guy. Ever rub out another man's rhubarb? <laughs> good stuff. In yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another rooster in the hen house. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I think we're waiting for the yeah, person. All right, all right. All right. Yeah. He's, it was there. Oh, God. He's. Uh, does he wear a mask? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna knock down the doors and shed the light of the law on that nest of vipers. <laughs> that's good. Man, holy shit, that's solid. Good. That is that's the good. best Billy D. Williams that's I've ever heard. So ever. fucking good. I, my, it's not. It's 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 good. That's that's so good dude. Don't worry, my friends down there. Have a shield down on time. <laughs> 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 it was a bit the shortest offensive of all time. 
I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't done, I haven't that's, warmed it up. That's I haven't great. worked on it. That's really great. It. Well, for not having worked on it, it's solid. Wait, do you guys it's know solid. the, do you guys know Billy D. Uh, Lando Calrissian's uh, co-pilot? What's his name? Nine Numb. I know, I yeah. know you know it. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. Well, I just did it. I did Malakalai. It doesn't mean they know the name. Yeah. Wait, is he the dude with the, that looks like his face is melting? Yes. Yeah. Poor guy. The yeah. dude who looks like his face is melting. The dude yeah. that nobody knows. We should just find out who that guy lips. is. We should find just out who that guy is and bring him on the show. He's just all lips. <laughs> I want to bring that guy on the show. I was going to bring the people that you never like were in the entire <laughs> canon of the movies, but you never saw their faces. Well, he wasn't really in the whole canon. No, no, no. I mean, I find a person who was in like, like he did lips, a character man, in each lips, of the movies. Lips, man, lips from Dick Tracy. So oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big and the brow. Yeah. Yeah, all those guys. Mumbles. You know Big what? You know what I just saw. Boy did it. Big boy did it. Big boy did it. Dustin Hoffman. Everybody was Dustin in the movie. Hoffman. Do you remember? Um, uh, McDonald's had a whole Dick Tracy. Like before Monopoly, they had a whole Dick Tracy game. Yeah. I so wanted to win that one. <laughs> I did not. Um, I just recently was watching The Rocketeer, which is one of my favorite oh, movies of all time. Great movie. It's so good. And uh, I forgot about like the big like German hitman. Remember this guy uh, who like. Goes to try and get the where is the rocket? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And I had I had not seen the movie for so long, and I'm watching this scene. And I'm like, he looks like he's straight out of Dick Tracy. He looks like he's one of the other Dick Tracy bad guys, like the way mm -hmm. they did the makeup and everything. And then I was trying to think, isn't a crossover character? No, oh, probably, maybe, probably. You know what? I didn't realize this. I mean, I I until after I watched Lost, but I was rewatching. I rewatched Rocketeer maybe a year or two ago, and the uh, Howard Hughes. Is locked yeah. from Lost. Terry O'Quinn. Uh, yeah, Terry O'Quinn. Mm -hmm. Dude, he's so good. He's so good. He's been acting for a long time, but yeah. it was like, it was that role. That, yeah. I miss, it's, Locke is, to me, maybe the greatest character on television ever. Yeah, ever. that's that's disputable. It's disputable, <laughs> but, it's, that's but you'd why be wrong. We, we, yeah. That's why we can talk about that's it. Why we, that's know. why we can talk about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, in fact, I think we've talked about that. We have. We've had yeah, our best hero, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. heroic yeah. All right. So uh, next uh, item up for grab uh, is uh, favorite Star Wars, a quote or moment. Yes. Quote or moment. Or, or scene or both. Or, or both or whatever. Or, Just kind yeah. of like a little, like a little. There's so many to choose from. Yeah. Sam. Oh, dear. There's no, so, there are pressure. so many yeah. to choose from. Should give I us think three of them. them. Yeah. Three of them. Yeah, give a couple. Um, uh, your feeble skills are no match for the power of the dark side. That whole thing where he's shooting the lightning out of his yeah. ears, yeah. that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. That's called the grudge match. The grudge, grudge match. And that was the first time we've called, seen yeah. the lightning too, right? Yep. Like that's out of right. nowhere, this yeah. dude's just got- <laughs> Shooting yeah. lightning. Where do you get those lightning when power? Yeah. Yeah. What else can you do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. right? That's like what else can the dark side do? Like, yeah. yeah. And and while yeah. Luke's getting fried, he's also thinking that actually would be a cool thing to have. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was wrong Maybe on was this. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Ben couldn't have told him to wear like rubber shorts or <laughs> yeah. something. Oh, by the way, you should yeah. definitely wear like rubber boots, <laughs> as the Emperor's all he's about. Got... He's like a Duracell. <laughs> um, so here's, there's another one. You've never seen a more wretched hive of scum oh, and villainy. You know that villainy. Yeah. yeah. So there's that one. Yeah. Oh, Alec Guinness had the best. So good. Holy cow. Yeah. Sir, yeah. Sir Alec Guinness. Sir Alec Guinness. Sir, uh, Sir Alec Guinness to you. Amazing that that guy, that they could get that guy. Yeah, because he was big. I mean, he was He's a huge. huge, he was a huge actor and like renowned and like serious, like yeah. non-camp yeah. sci-fi type of stuff. And if you don't well, know. I don't know. Had he been working for a little while yeah. at that point? He might have been kind of on a little bit of a, oh, I could use yeah. the money. Yeah. Well, you know what's hilarious about Alec Guinness doing that film is not so much that he did the film, which, well, let me guess, that's, that's funny enough because when you read that original script, which is not, doesn't quite look Capture like the movie. It. Yeah, yeah. And you just go, God, why, how did you do this? How did you get someone to do this? But then what's awesome is that, is that there's a movie, what's it called? Christopher Plummer signs up for like a, 
a Roger Corman ripoff of Star Wars called called Star Crash with David Hasselhoff. No. <laughs> you should look this up. And so you like, and there's, if you look on YouTube, look up Imperial Battleship Halt the Flow of Time. Look that up. That's Because you're going like- to see Christopher Plummer being, being totally, totally charming and Christopher Plummer-esque. And he says, Imperial Battleship Halt the Flow of Time. And he's giving all this dignity oh, to this ridiculous line and you just go god man how many amazing theater actors oh, sign dude. on to terrible sci-fi projects dude, after star wars flash gordon oh, dude oh, i mean yeah look at Max this von Cito. look at this poster it just screams ripoff oh like, my god dude, he's he got looks a like, light he looks like that's, that's hasselhoff right yeah there. that's hasselhoff oh my god no, how, how did they get away with that without getting sued dude, what do you mean well everyone was doing that after that Battlestar and that's all these argo things was. were ripping off huh argo was the same thing oh well yeah but it was a fake script no, no Argo was a real script. No, wait, what? Argo was a real script. It was a real movie. It was I a real they- movie they were they were that nobody wanted to make. So they took this script that they were like, we can make this thing, set it in the in the desert, and it's the same fucking movie. Oh, I thought that whole thing was a ruse. No, no. Argo was a real script. Oh wow. There you go. Let's yeah, everyone wow. was making these terrible ripoffs. And, yeah. and sometimes you see these incredible actors show up in them because they're like well, yeah, we've got to think like Alec Guinness. He was taking chances. So this is this Roger Corman star crash thing. This is my ticket, says Christopher Plummer. And then suddenly he's like, God. <laughs> this, this is, is going to make Roger Corman legit. This is going to be yeah. Roger Corman's legit movie. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Dave, Damn favorite, it. favorite movie, uh, favorite Kazi. moment, favorite um, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to say it's going to be moment and quote all in one. Don't use mine. Sorry, Empire Strikes Back. The battle in the Cloud City. I'm your father. It's the best. Oh, okay. That's not mine. That's the best quote. That's great. It's the greatest quote of the movie, of the, of the canon. Uh, that's <laughs> most profound. It is, it is the most profound. Most revealing. In four words. I am, five words. It changes the, the entire nature of the, nature of the movies. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the, that's the moment. There's, there's a bunch of, there's a guy who was researching how all the Star Wars stuff came about. And as much as Lucas would like to say, no, it was always about this uh, father who turned to the dark side. And he had ideas that could have turned into that. That's a really good Lucas. I can't get out seriously like, when, you, when you do <laughs> well, that. I'm, I'm, I yeah. admire the man hugely. <laughs> yeah. So of course I have to figure out how to do his voice and yeah. make fun of him. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and please continue. Yeah. Please continue. But, but, you know, there's, there's evidence that points to the fact that because there was, in an early draft of Empire Strikes Back, Anakin Skywalker was in it as a ghost, talking to Luke, being like, you know, you got to look out for this and watch out for that, son. And at some point when Lucas was rewriting the script, which it's not widely known that he actually wrote the script and then passed it off to someone to rewrite it, because he gave the credit to uh, Lee Brackett, who had died writing it. So he gave her that credit, didn't take the credit himself. But there's some point where he was in a hotel doing a rewrite, and the notion of Anakin Skywalker as a character in the film disappears and they think that's the moment where lucas you know like hit the eureka in front of the typewriter calls up his wife and goes uh i think i just made us a million dollars you're never gonna believe this but darth vader is luke's father okay drop the mic gotta go Hangs yeah. up. you know it's such a um because like it rewrites everything like because you almost like he couldn't have he couldn't have known that prior anyways because luke and leia wouldn't have had that relationships and no. you know what i mean so it's there had to have been but, an actual progression wait, of... when you go back and watch the, the episode four and you watch how Alec Guinness performs the, you know, how did my father die? Yeah. And he goes, 
a young Jedi named Darth. You know, like he yeah. takes this big, like, oh boy, here we go. And yeah. and and when you watch that whole movie, you're like, oh, it fits. It yeah. totally fits. And if you do look at his early notes, there were all kinds of notions about people turning to the dark side. And 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 the Anakin character was also kind of the Luke character, was also kind of the at times the Vader character. It was like there was a blurring of characters. So he was just smart to go, well, wait a second. Anakin's history ends where Vader begins. It's the same guy. I'm going to I'm going to make toys now. Yeah. I'm make millions. Of- <laughs> wait, but so are you, so is the contention that that wasn't the plan in episode 4? Episode 4 Vader was going to die. And really? at, at the last second. Uh, oh, in the ship like yeah, the, the ship was going to get Yep, exploded. and at the last second Lucas goes make a make a shot where Vader flies off, um gets knocked off and spins off in the distance. Uh, because he was going to be just a one-shot villain. And and apparently he's like, no, I like this guy. Let's keep him around. And it wasn't until sometime in the writing of episode five, he's like, no, this is the this is the Anakin guy that I was talking about. Wow. Interesting. So he just likes taking just all these- tuning in, uh, welcome to Picking Favorites, a very special Picking Favorites where you wanted to learn everything you wanted to learn about Star Wars. <laughs> I'll shut Sam up. No, no, no. No, no, no. Don't yeah. shut up. What are you this kidding me? I'm trying to fixed. Razzle, favorite moment This is a better show than it normally is. So- See that kind of like Darth Maul was that too. Like it bummed one me shot. out. Was a one yeah, shot. Yeah, Darth Maul was a pretty Such cool character. Such a bummer. Like he's like, man, he would have been great for the. Uh, he would have been a great new character. But it's yeah. But once he killed Qui Gon, you had to get you had to kill him. Yeah, but you know what? Worked to my advantage that they yeah. killed him and brought him back later. Yeah, then I got to voice him. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so uh, I'm fine with that. Now, while we're real quick before I go into mine, because I, I suppose this could go into mine. I could say this is mine, but it's not. But um, since you know trivia about Empire, do you think? Uh, Luke got hit. What was it by the the um, the Bantha? What, what did he get hit by? The uh, and Empire the Wampa. Wampa yeah. um, he got knocked off of his tauntaun by a Wampa, and like he got all scarred up. Did they write that in there because he got in that car accident and his face looks so weird? I actually ju- I just read an article about this. It still has yet to be truly confirmed, but they okay. all talk around it. Yeah, but. I have to believe that that's exactly what you're, happened. You got an accent. Your face looks way different. Yeah, you're, you're gonna 100 get beat up by it because they all because the, because Lucas has said, "Oh no, you can probably do it better." <laughs> oh no, uh, he says, Hold "No, on, let's hear yours." Let's no, hear I, yours. I can't do Lucas. Uh, uh, and I also don't have nearly as intimate a relationship with the man, so I can't do get away with it, that. Do it as Christopher Walken. Go. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, so people have asked him, it, you know, is that why you wrote that in? And and he starts with, well, no, but then he continues on to say, but it helped a lot because Luke, because Mark got into a car accident. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? what? <laughs> you're, you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth. You're nobody's going to confirm or deny this. Yeah. Okay, fine. Just, yeah. just go with it. But I, you got to believe that's right. Cause it, it didn't mean they didn't need to do that. Yeah. They, it didn't advance the story of echo base and the empire finding them. They, one of the things they say, well, we wanted, we wanted to have some drama in the yeah. first 15 minutes of the movie, but it's like, or you could have just cut to the chase a lot faster too. You didn't yeah. have to go on that little side story, but it's awesome. I mean, I, I love that Han goes and sacrifices. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think it does build a lot of like, it shows the Han's character. He's totally. not going like, to leave. He's not going to yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think and it like really even, works. And I like, like, I can't, now, now, you know what? Maybe this is my favorite scene, but I don't remember the quotes. So you might remember them, but it is that where um, the the actual guards are like saying, we can't, we need to close yeah, yeah. it. And Han Solo's just like, motherfucker, you're listening to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going after and getting my friend. I'm paraphrasing. 
But um, no, no, no. Yeah, what is that great line? No, he, they but said he's but like, you'll die out there or something. And he's like, and, and taunt, taunt or freeze before you reach the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah exactly. Like I'm gonna say that's now that. But, I'm, which, by the way, is a total Indiana Jones moment. Oh, oh yeah, that's totally. him on a horse. I'll see you in hell. And now Nazis. That, and now that I'm talking, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's my favorite scene because that's Han Solo being yeah. Han Solo being like. Bros before you know hoes types of thing. I'm going out, you know. Any, but bros in the end, space but it bros is, before space. And he is yeah. because like I think Leia's even like you know where are you and don't leave or whatever. And he's like I'm going out to get my friend and all these you know these soldiers are like trying telling him no and he's like look guys yeah. I saved the galaxy last episode. Uh, you're gonna yeah. listen to me and I'm gonna go find my friend. Yeah, yeah. Full on. Paraphrasing again. Paraphrasing again. <laughs> I mean the, the the scene with the wampa makes absolutely no sense once he's in the cave. Yeah, like it makes no sense. I'm gonna hang you. Like I don't know how I did that because I'm a wampa and yeah. don't have. <laughs> yeah. this, I don't have ice. I don't create I don't ice. ice and like, but I'm gonna hang you up here. And I'm maybe gonna it does. I'm gonna I'm gonna pour water on the ceiling and hold you up there until <laughs> yeah. it freezes yeah. into it. And yeah. then I'm just gonna go eat this. And thing I'm gonna. Oh, maybe by the way, maybe I'm gonna have to boil the water. Boil the water because it's so cold. There is, is no cold. water. So <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna do that either. Maybe it's some kind of uh, uh, an expectorate. Maybe it's like a spit or a semen of the wampa. Maybe it's. It's Maybelline. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Uh, you killed that. Thanks maybe, a lot, Raz. <laughs> maybe he had. Uh, so uh, my Zachary, moments. Zachary, uh, my favorite moment. moment uh, almost all of them involve Han Solo. Uh, this is what I thought you were going to take from me, and you didn't. And thank you. Oh, I know what you're talking uh, about. Empire. He's about to get carbonated. Yeah, I love you. I know. I mean, and then it wasn't even scripted. Like this is the kind of stuff that. Harrison Ford brought to that role that I think yeah. I think they did it like 80 times or something before they got to I know did they 80 they said I love you it was going they had done it a ton of times and they both said I love you or he's like I love you too I love you yeah too. I know there was other worked, and it never worked and they finally he goes all right just do it this and he's and he was like let's do it again and then he goes I know and that was like that's it yeah that was it yeah but it took a long time to get to that. It was like Harris was like, "I'm not gonna watch this. I'm not yeah. gonna say I love you. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. say something else. I'm gonna fuck everybody up." But it's like it's like it reminds me of it's like those moments that you you can't script they, that aren't scripted that happen that are so genius, and it's because of the genius of the people in those roles and becoming those roles. Like when he was um, Indiana Jones, just to go back to Indy for a second, and he's about to have they had choreographed that massive fight. In that like Moroccan village or bizarre. whatever in the bazaar, with, yeah, in the bazaar, in the bazaar, uh, with the guy with the giant, you know, scimitar, and Harrison Ford's coming down with dysentery, and so he's like, I can't do it, and then it's like, what if I? I mean, he does the whole thing, I just pull out a gun and shoot him, and it's one of the best movies, our best moments in Indiana Jones. You know what's awesome is that there's in, in there's there's some making of documentary stuff <laughs> where you can hear Harrison Ford as they're going through different parts of that sequence, and he's like. And and you just incidental incidentally, you hear just kind of you know it's not very well mic'd up, and you hear some folks. Okay, but why don't I just take my gun and shoot any of these guys that are attacking him? <laughs> so it had been on his mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, but I've got the gun. And he's like, no, no. And Spielberg's like, it's just happening so fast that you just again, and you take your whip. And you, oh my god! And so finally, this sounds <laughs> like a show I worked on for three and a half years. <laughs> but it was just so great that 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 was definitely it was bugging Harrison. Oh Ford. yeah. So then he got sick. He goes, okay, so can I finally take the gun? Yeah, out? yeah, yeah. I have it. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. But you're um, a professor. You're supposed to be above the violence of weapons. Okay, can we talk about oh. the gun, the, the noise Ben Burke came up with for that gun? The yes. 
you know, like for Harrison Ford. Yeah. Film. God, that was amazing. What well, came up with it? What do you mean? Well, Ben Burt was like the sound designer for, I mean, he's done everything. He did the new Star Trek 2009. Like he created all the sound effects. Right. He did Wally, but then he also did all the Star Wars, all the Indiana Jones. So everything from those awesome wet punching Punches, sounds yeah. to yeah. the whip to the, to the gunshots. I don't know what he'd recorded and what he messed with to create that gunshot sound, but you know, everyone it's else so is good. Everyone else is shooting at an Indiana Jones going, he's going, yeah, yeah. Just like the coolest sounding guy. Sound artists are blow my mind to the things that they nailed together. Have you ever seen like, like fully stages behind the scenes? Like the things they do just to like do footsteps in snow. It's like, it's like baking powder and lettuce. It's like, how do you, who, what (laughs) mad scientist? Like, what have you done? Oh, you know, I got it. I think if we put lettuce in our shoes, (laughs) Um, it needs to be romaine lettuce. Yeah. That's iceberg. Um, Always iceberg. iceberg. <laughs> um, uh, okay, last last uh, I that was topic. A, I bet that was actually a conversation. By uh, the way, yeah, but that's Whether how intelligent they are. Yeah, uh, then you have the sound is de- definitely crunchier. Yeah. Uh, then you have the sound designers like who take that and put that into the, like the the audio workstations like Pro Tools and all that yeah. and blend them and even blend more it. with like you know like with on Jurassic Park like taking dolphins just thinking mixed that. with yeah. with other things and like even these space sounds that even though you're in space you're not going to hear it we're going to add some sounds. <laughs> <laughs> We did that joke on uh, Geeks Who Drink. <coughs> we told that whole story. I mean, we said there was like the 13 animals oh, with yeah. dolphins and all these other kinds of yeah. animals to make the velociraptor yeah. voice. And then you watch it, and it's just the yeah, scariest so sound at the moment. So Terrifying. Good. Terrifying. Uh, last item up for bid. Favorite sci-fi and or space movie uh, other than Star, Star Wars. Wars. And Star Crash. Other than Star Crash. Other than Star Crash. <laughs> no, I'm picking Star Crash. Sam, <laughs> go. Uh, Blade Runner. Oh, so solid. And why? Because uh, Harrison Ford's in it? I don't know. <laughs> we just can't stay away. Because Han Solo's in it. Um, it's, Thanks, Dad. That's a movie. I think I saw it for the first time when I was like 11 or 12, and I didn't really like it that much. I just saw it, and I was like, eh, I don't it's really dark. get what's happening here. Yeah. But then I couldn't stop thinking about it. So then I watched it again, and I loved it. And I was like, "Oh, okay. This is this is a movie that makes you work for it a little bit, and uh, and kind of come up with your own opinions about what's happening. I mean, it kind of, if you watch the 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 best version of the film, which is weirdly enough Ridley Scott's special edition oh, final yes. cut, yeah, which is weird to say. You know, usually when people go and mess, you know, George Lucas messes with Star Wars, and I think objectively half those changes are really good, and half of them are bad. But Ridley Scott, every change he made to Blade Runner for that final cut that came out, like." It's just astoundingly awesome. He That's actually, do you know this? He he had there's there's a there's a scene where Harrison Ford is talking. He's trying to figure out who's who built the snake scale and who built the snake that the snake scale came from. Who genetically engineered it? And he's talking to someone, and he goes, um, his he's talking. He says, "Artificial snake license SB seven one. Is that you?" And he's saying all this stuff. But if you watch the movie, his mouth is saying totally different dialogue. He's behind glass and he's having a completely different scene, but there's dialogue. So they went, Ridley Scott went and got Ben Ford, who's a chef here in town, who was about 38, 39 at the time, 40. I think he was like 40. And Harrison Ford was 40 when he did Blade Runner. And they shot Ben Ford's mouth and comped it into Harrison Ford's face. So now you just, artificial snake license SP71. Is that you? And it's perfect. You're just watching a scene with Harrison Ford saying the right dialogue. It's incredible. Like wow. the changes he made were just things that took you out of the movie originally. Like for example, there's when Zora dies, she's running through these glass panes of of you know these displays and just pane after pane of glass. She's smashing through them as she's being shot, and it's all in slow motion. And 
we don't really think about the fact that, you know, as it's in slow motion, you see it's kind of like a stunt guy with a mustache and an afro wig. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, a, some, just doesn't look anything like Joanna Cassidy. So they got Joanna Cassidy. They put her in, you know, they gave her the right hair. They put her in the costume and all this stuff. And then they, they comped her head in, in all the right positions. So now it just looks like Zora running for her life. It's incredible what he did to that movie. But anyway, that and what technology just, you know once you give it enough him. time, yeah, it'll come around for you. He that's, was able to fix things that took you out of the movie. Yeah, you know that's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I I, I definitely appreciate that um, more than like speaking of you know space movies like E. T. like going in and taking out and replacing walkie talkies. Yeah. It's like like that's I I appreciate if given the technology you have now as a director, being able to complete a product that you wanted to make, but you can. Now give it your bigger vision of what you originally wanted with, you know what I mean? Wait, oh, oh, you're saying as opposed to as opposed to okay, because the walkie talkie, that's not what he wanted to make. No, 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 that's what he wanted. That's what he made because he felt like society wanted him to. Yeah, I'm talking about. I'm talking about like even you know as much as I didn't care for them, but Lucas going back through and adding like Jabba scenes in A New Hope. That's a terrible scene. Things like that. Well, you know my thing, but it's because you know my thing with that is again half the changes he made were great, half of them were not, and my thing is just give us the original theatrical cut and we're fine. Do whatever you want to do with the movie. As long as we can Dude. pick which version we Give want to see. Give me the shitty version yeah. that came out in theaters yeah. in 77. But, Give me that. I but, want that. But it should say about Ridley Scott, he, when he released the final cut, he also released five different versions of that film along with it in this big disc set. So it's like oh, any wow. change he made, if you didn't like it, you could go back go to the back version you watch liked. The one yeah. you liked. It's just kind of amazing. That's awesome. But you know, uh, speaking, of, uh, uh, speaking of Ridley Scott... Um, uh, speaking of Ridley Scott director's cuts, I'm pretty sure it was Ridley. I don't think it was Tony. Uh, the movie Legend, uh, oh, Tom, Cruise. Tom Cruise, me and Sarah. So the the version that we've all seen is the studio. Uh, uh, traditionally, it's the studio cut that you've seen with the really kind of very 80s synthesized music. And and by the way, and I loved it. Like it, it in my in my memories, it's a great movie. Yeah. But in my memories, it, it's all so tied together. Like by the way, how the beginning of that movie actually makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Like they just kind of throw you into this weird fantasy world, and you just kind of have to make sense of very little information with all this like kind of synthesized music. You, uh, I, I bought the DVD with Ridley Scott's director's cut. It is drastically different. It is orchestrated music. It is so, like that immediately. I was like, whoa, whoa, what movie am I watching? Was it Goldsmith or Horner that did the music? Ooh, it was a, it was a major, know. but it was like a major composer. I'm sure it was. It I'm was sure it was. Either James Horner or, or Jerry Goldsmith, both yeah. of which are incredible. Yeah. But you, the, 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 literally the editing of the movie is completely different. Like in the, Horner, uh, in, in the, uh, Horner. beginning of the director's cut, um, they you start with seeing uh, Tim Curry's Devil basically uh, having his whole this whole monologue uh, that they they kind of show a bit of that later in the original theatrical release yeah. but they don't like they st- you start with the do 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 I don't know what the that's Forrest Gump but you start in the whole fantasy world with Tom Cruise and Mia Sarah and ah, you know and all that stuff but in the Ridley Scott version it starts with Tim Curry oh master you know like this whole like his goblet and everything it's like oh my god it's so different and you get way more story too it's it's darker it's weirder I highly recommend going and seeing that to anyone who has not I, I what I'd heard is that Ridley Scott 
screen the movie like that. That's how he planned to do it. And I guess a director or two or buddies of his said, yeah, it's a really like, it's a sentimental movie. And he goes, sentimental. And he got insecure and then rescored the whole damn oh, thing. Oh, wow. What he, you mean? He he did it with the original, like the director's cut, and he I was wouldn't told it make it more was, sentimental with the synthesized stuff. I would imagine, but maybe in the eighties they thought that was badass. They're like, well, no, everybody man. thought synthesizers were bad. They were like, <laughs> the future is here. Yeah. We don't need we don't orchestral. Need- <laughs> <laughs> we're beyond that. By the way, and, and by the way, which is amazing because you look at like someone like Princess Bride. I can't think of that movie with anything other than yeah. the synthesized. Uh, soundtrack. How does that work? How, I, how did that movie get away with it? I don't know. Because it was amazing. Because it was great. Because it's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, Razzle, favorite space movie other than Star Wars? Uh, go. Uh, my current one, I'm going to say, I'm going to go a little more current, is Moon. I'm going to say. Oh, Moon. great Dude. flick. Moon is a Such great. Such a good flick. Um, Sam Rockwell's, he delivers in everything. Like even in Iron Man 2, as, as not as great as it, it could have been. Sam Rockwell is just so great in anything everything. he's been in. And everything. And Moon, when you got space and aloneness and cloning, spoiler alert, you know, it's just, it, and, and you're uncertain against your others, and it's like, it's such a great movie. It's just such a great character piece, and it's uh, um, it's shot really well. Yeah. And the set pieces and everything yeah. for like a low Spike budget. Jones, right? um, I believe so. Um, no, you know what? It was... um. Oh, uh, Duncan Jones. Duncan Jones. Oh, Duncan Jones. Duncan Jones, who's um doing Spike's brother. Um, no, Duncan Jones is um David Bowie. David Bowie's kid. David Bowie's kid. That's who directed that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He's doing. Warcraft. No, that was a great I feel flick. Like he's doing another. That was a that was a great flick. Uh, Tucky, favorite space movie other than Star Wars. Uh, aliens. Oh, sure. the Dude. second. Cameron's Aliens. The camera. Uh, yeah. It, it's. It's the I think it's one of the best sci-fi movies ever. So good. Standalone sci-fi movie of all time. Uh, so got one of the baddest ass heroines of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the bad the best you know mechanical suit versus alien fight where you were like holy are, shit. Are there, are there any other mechanical suit versus alien fights? Apparently there are apparently a few others. I haven't seen them, but I'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but like the whole idea Crash? of like the bio suit, like the you know the bio suit, the whole thing. Like you're just like holy, sh-, and like it's not what it's used for. Right. It just shows like there's so much uh, improvisation kind of in like Ripley's character and like how she had to do things. Yeah. I don't know. I and there's just so much emotion and action in it. And oh man, with Newt crawling around and hiding. Oh, oh dude, like, it's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's such a terrifying movie. Give I me know nightmares. That you have. You have child responsibilities, so you haven't played video games, but there's a game called Alien Isolation. Dude, they were yeah. our sponsor at Nerd HQ two yeah. years ago, and it's it great. is unbelievable. It's great. It's, it's so freaky. good. And it's, it's, it's the 70s version yeah. of the yeah. future. Totally. It's, it's, the, so it's the Nostromo, even though it doesn't exist, but they brought it back. Yeah. It doesn't I matter. I, yeah. I, I but it's scary. Like you, it's not, and it's versions not, of our future. It's not the mm-hmm. first-person shooter everybody always looks for. It's like the... So you're hiding. Run and hide. A lot. Yeah. And what I what I kinda loved about it was that you're like, no, it's alien. This is alien. This is this is not this is not aliens. Yeah. And then by the end of the this film, you're not- like, oh, this is aliens. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. Yeah. We we just went because it's it's they they were so strict about their it's I, I love the way that they sold that game because they were so strict. This is the Ridley Scott. No, we're not doing anything else. Right? Yeah. This is Ridley Scott's vision. And then by the time you get to the end of the game, you start venturing into Cameron territory. And they, I just love the fact that they didn't tell you that. Because yeah, of course. Because kept the, the surprise at the end a it surprise was, for me because I'm like, yeah. well, if it's the Ridley version, they're not going to do that. And then they did that. It was hugely awesome. popular and people loved it. I mean, it, they're going to come in here. Game. They're going to come in here. They're going to come in here. Once put her in charge, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> game over, man. Game over, man. Dude, Bill Paxton. So, There's so uh, many great people in that so, movie. So that, many great yeah. people. Um. Um. God. He. He was so. Oh, why am I forgetting his name? Michael Bean. 
Um, mad about Lance, you. Um, uh, Paul, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Oh, what a douchebag. Oh, but, but so perfect. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, you hate him. Let's all sing some songs. So Let's all sing some songs. It was, a, it was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Ooh. This is so nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was amazing in he that. Was he so was so good. good. He was so good. He's so good. You hate him so goddamn much. Yeah, but, that, but that's the thing. Uh, it's such it's such a testament to an actor when, when they because because look, it's uh, not a, you don't you don't nobody wants to be no, hated, and no, if you're going to take on a role no, that needs to be hated, you need to dedicate you need to, to it. To be so hated. And he was so good at it. It's so amazing how yeah, so I appreciate great actors so much when I like hate them so much yeah. that they ruin like a yeah. couple movies for me because I hate them so much from oh, their funny. appearance. Yeah. Nicole Kidman did that for me when she was in To Die For. I oh, wouldn't yeah. watch movies of hers for like three years yeah. because I was, was so great mad at her. I was so mad at her yeah. and I hated her it's so much. Like, man, I just boycotted her if movies. You can, after if that. you can make yeah. me not want to watch your next two movies because you did such a great job making me hate you, oh, that's yeah. so great. Yeah, um, I would say that my favorite. Uh, Zach, what's your? Space, hold on, hold on. Zach, what's your favorite? Thank you, Razzle. Thank you. I would say that <laughs> We've my. You, every time. <laughs> you guys, I mean, you know, we never do it. I whatever. Know. We're yeah. never here. Whatever. Um. Uh, the uh, I would say that my favorite space movie outside of Star Wars, uh, they're always sentimental choices for me. So, I, I, but it would be I, maybe the Last Starfighter. Ooh, I think oh, the Last no. Starfighter. There's so many from That's the so '80s good. that make the up explorers, so much of my the explorers, the explorers. En- Enemy Mine. Um, remember Enemy, en- Enemy Mine yeah, with uh, Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, yeah. Enemy Mind. What yeah. is this? Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine. Louis Gossett Jr. is amazing. Amazing. Um, it's, a really, it's a really simple it's film. Too. It's a very simple film, and Lewis, it's also, but it, but Lewis but it's, Jr. but it's also it's it's incredibly like what a kind of a allegory to race relations. I mean, it was Absolutely. like it was basically a human. Uh, you know, we're at, we're at war with another alien race, and uh, and they both kind of get crash landed, or or at least Dennis Quaid yeah. does, and then and then his enemy is there, but they kind of have to. Help each other in order to survive on this very hostile planet. Yeah, um, yeah. How yeah, have yeah, I yeah. never seen this oh, movie, dude? It's, it's fantastic. Quite good. Dennis it's fantastic. Quaid. Enemy Mine. Yeah, Dennis Quaid is always great. Yeah, he was. He's always great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Inner Space but was so good. Inner oh Space. Does that count? Does that count? Is that? Uh, it's kind of. It's got to be really Outer Space. Outer Space. <laughs> outer Space. Uh, but yeah, but Last Starfighter. Uh, it's just. Oh, I just guessed. love it. Yeah, I just love it. I've wanted to remake it for so long. The rights are like in uh, turnaround hell. From yeah, what like I, found the, out. I was reading the the it's creator owned by like three. The creator owns part of the rights. Refuses to like. Yeah, two other studios own rights, and nobody wants to do it. And it's like ah, oh, but it's so good. And and look, the reason I would even want to remake it is or you know do an update is because. I still feel like it's kind of one of those fringe movies that a lot of people never really like the mass mass audiences never really got into and the special effects were they could only go so far at that time and so they're still very like yeah. basic polygon shaped and to go and do something like that where mm. you know I just love the idea like every little boy loved the idea that you could get recruited to be a star like a starship fighter by playing video games because you were so great at doing the video game version now you're just going to get ported right yeah. into the ship and you're like what can this happen right now yeah. like I want to do it so, so bad great. that movie was uh, that and Tron were the both both the big yeah uh, rollouts of what CG was yep. was heading into I mean, yep. it was the first everything else was very practical at that point in terms yep. of models and stuff Starfighter was all digital. Yeah. So it was and Tron was not as much digital as people think it was, but but there was there was some imagery in there that was completely new. Yeah. And it was just it was a great film. Well cast. Lance Guest was awesome yeah, as, was as the kid. Yeah. As Daniel, what was his name? Daniel Logan? 
Uh, no, Daniel Logan is, is the guy that played Boba Fett. He's my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. No, Logan. you think you're close though. You're close though, and then and then that's the other thing too. Like to be able to play yourself and the robot version Alex of Rogan. You. Alex Rogan. Alex Rogan. Daniel Logan. Mm-hmm. Daniel Logan was great in that. Great film. score too. Last Starfighter yes. had a really good score. Yes. And interestingly enough, and the that bad logo. guy aliens, the the like the Star League yeah. logo, dude. Well, you know, hold on. Let me get deep with you on this whole yeah, Starfighter thing. I feel like Zur. I'll put it to you this way. Let's say, let's say, let's say you're, Zach, you're in control of, let's say, an armada of shit. Let's call yeah. it the Codan Armada. Right. Let's look okay, for, let's for, sake of, uh, for sake argument, of argument. Yes, making yes. it specific. Yeah. You're in charge of the Codan Armada. Uh-huh. You're going to attack a place uh, called, I don't know, we'll call it the Frontier. And there, but there are these <laughs> badasses, there are these badasses called starfighters yeah. that get into these ships, yeah. these badass ships, who are, these. one of these ships is capable of wiping out like 40 of yours. With your death bloom. Well, it's got death blossom and all no, that. Death shit. blossom. It's it, this is they're dangerous guys. So what do you do as an intergalactic despot? Well, what do you do? You you bomb their base when yeah. you have all the starfighters together. Kill them before they even launch. Yeah. Good job, Zach. But then you find out there's one last starfighter that may have survived. You think he went back to a planet called Earth, primitive planet, fucking dirt ball. Who cares? But you send, you know, you do what any reasonable guy would do. You send like a hitman, we'll call him a Zandozan. <laughs> you, you send him down to the planet. The Zandozan goes, he checks it out, and he goes off the planet, and you're waiting to hear a message back to here. You're waiting to hear the message that the last starfighter has been taken care of. Then you get a message from the Zandozan, Zach, and it goes, the last starfighter is dot, dot, dot. And it doesn't, the message terminates there. What do you do? Do you go, because I'll tell you what Zur did. Zur went, (laughs) dead. Yes. The The last last starfighter is is dead. Now, you know what I would have done? I would have sent like, you know what? How much money we got in the Zandozan bank account? <laughs> yeah. Let's send like twenty more of those guys yeah, to yeah. Earth because I don't let's like just, the fact that yeah. we finish this message. Yeah, I don't. I don't just make Earth. major military yeah. strategic decisions based on ellipses. I don't <laughs> do that. Like I don't do if that. If one of these starfighters gets loose, our entire fleet could be wiped out <laughs> yeah. by Death Blossom. I don't like this. Yeah. Send more Zandozans. <laughs> That's what I would Why didn't they send more Zandozans to begin with? Why not send like three? Well, why didn't they yeah. send more Terminators to begin with? They did, apparently. <laughs> yeah. If you watch all the movies, oh, like Skynet, uh, yeah, Skynet was like, oh, dude, I'm really stressing out here. The humans are really kind of winning. Tell you what, we're going to put everything into R&D. And then finally, at the last 10 minutes of the war, you know, R&D comes. He's like, dude, we invented we invented a bunch of Terminators. We got a T-800 we want to <laughs> yeah. send back in time. We got a T-1000. We got a Terminatrix. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. A, it's like a girl Terminator that can make its boobs big. It's amazing. Uh, then we got another T-1000. We got like all the, can we just send them all back in time? And Skynet's like, and it's yeah. like, and and at various different points, like they don't realize their mistake. Like it's like I love Back to the Future, but it's almost like when Marty at the end of one, he goes back ten minutes early, and then he has to jog <laughs> across town <laughs> to save Doc's life. Like, dude, go back the day before or whatever. Give yourself some <laughs> time. Like, Give yourself some time. I got all like, the time I want. I got a time machine. <laughs> and then like Terminator, they're just like, oh, we'll kill Sarah Connor. Dude, you have an alien, you have like a robot, send it back before electronics. Send it back to the Wild West and kill her ancestors right. to where a six-shooter revolver from the Wild West is not going to kill a Terminator. Like, you have a time machine and a unstoppable robot cybernetic organism. That's too long. Yeah, yeah you hear that, James Cameron? No, that's too, that's too, you can't well, go back that far. Okay, they actually- someone else would have stepped well, up. Well, then go back to the 60s. You can only I'm go back s- right to the point. I'm going to step up and, and defend James Cameron in saying that they Skynet only had 
Sarah's first and last name. That's okay. why Schwarzenegger was going door to door saying, "You're right." Sarah I Kana also don't think we have Sarah right. You're right. All right. Fair I also enough. don't think we have to defend Cameron. Really, we don't have to defend Cameron. He kind of won. You know he, what's indefensible? In he defends himself with billions of dollars, dollars. Yeah. <laughs> billions in uh, revenue. <laughs> do you guys see that latest Terminator film? Oh I God, see it, where no. they do exactly what you're talking about, yeah. where they're like. They, they decide that they know when Judgment Day is going to happen. So they want to jump forward in time to that day. It's going to be like 20 years from then, right? Yeah. So like we built this time machine. We're going to jump 20 years ahead to get to Judgment Day to stop it. But they jump in like the day before. You're like, if I'm like in 1984 yeah. and I'm going to jump to 2015, I'm going to go in maybe a year before. Go because a year. Like, I don't know what I'm going to find. I mean, according to Back to the Future, we're going to have flying cars yeah. and hoverboards. I don't fucking... Yeah. Going yeah. three days behind in front. Anything. I mean, three years. And like, guys, this, is, this could go on forever. And, like, and I'm going to have to cut it and off. And Arnold, Arnold. I'm going to have to cut you and off. And Arnold, Arnold stayed, Arnold stayed, Arnold lived and through it all. Nothing. And he, he like, did nothing. What did he do for those 20, 30 years? He sat around he, and he, 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 collect, he took art classes. Everyone, like, all these why didn't he go and just stop it? Like, stop it. Before it even gets invented, because it's uh, don't worry. Like, I think it, and I, it was, was an <laughs> I think you're asking questions that make far too, too much sense. I was too busy um, having love children. <laughs> Sam, Sam, uh, uh, plug yourself. This is plug yourself time. Where can we find you? What are you doing? Where can we follow you on Twitter or uh, Facebook or Instagram or whatever? At Sam Whitwer on Twitter. Um, I don't remember the other ones, but they're there. <laughs> <laughs> they're all around at Sam yeah, Whitwer, something like that. Something around that. But and it's W I T W E R, right? W I T W E R, and uh, and yeah, yeah. I got some stuff coming up. Uh, some stuff I can't talk about, but I got some more Rebels stuff coming up. Nice. There's a movie called Officer Down that I'm dying to see whether they made the best movie ever or the worst movie ever because the script was awesome and weird and whacked out. And Can you t give us a log line or what's it about? Or it's is it it's all based off a graphic novel. Oh, shit. Okay, and, I like and that. I'm already. very excited about, about what they're going to do. I don't even play that big of a role and I'm yeah. that excited about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then some other stuff that, you know, there's a video game that is not won't be announced for a year. So okay. anyway, that Fair type enough. of thing. Yeah. What games are you excited about playing right now? Uh, Fallout 4, Fallout 4. and 4. Battlefront. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, and I'm in Battlefront. Yeah. I'm in Battlefront. I'm, nice. I'm the Emperor in Battlefront. Nice, buddy. Yes. So when you're using electronic lightning bolts playing Battlefront, just know that that's it. Yeah. Can you actually, can you be the Emperor in Battlefront? Yes, you can. Oh, there playable you. character. There that's we right. go. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Whitworth, thank you so much for joining thank us you. today, sir. Awesome. You've been so thoroughly entertaining and knowledgeable, and we appreciate yeah. both of those things. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the 50th, that's right, the 5-0-th uh, Picking Favorites podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as you've enjoyed all the other ones. Maybe you didn't enjoy the other ones, and so we hope you enjoyed this far more than those. Uh, thank you for uh, staying with us. We're going to continue to bring you the best that we can. Uh, be patient. Yeah. Uh, love you and God bless you and goodbye, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks everybody. Pop. 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 This has been a Wolf Pop production. Executive produced by Paul Shear, Adam Sachs, Chris Bannon, and Matt Gorley. For more information and content, visit wolfpop.com. <laughs>